What's Up Whittier? Welcome to What's Up Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. Hey guys, producer Christine here with this week's Community Cork Board announcements. Every Friday from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., we have the Whittier Farmers Market, presented by the Whittier Uptown Association on the corner of Philadelphia and Bright. Guess what, guys? It's still summer, so bring your family out to enjoy a movie in the park. On Saturday, August 4th, the movie is A Dog's Purpose, and this will be at dusk. Get on down there, bring your blankets, bring your pillows, bring some snacks, and don't forget to clean up your mess. And also, if you get there a little earlier, there is a craft that the kids can do. Again, this is at Parnell Park, 15390 Lambert Road. And also, put in next month's movie into your calendar, September 1st, Star Wars The Last Jedi. And since it's still summer, that means we still have a few concerts in the park. On Monday, July 30th, the Society will be performing Top 40s at Central Park 6537 Friends Avenue. And then on August 6th, head on over to see Einstein Band playing reggae. And on August 2nd, come out to see Cold Duck. They'll be playing Latin and Top 40s. And on August 9th, Time Bomb will be there with 1975 through 1985 hits. Also, I know we are only three months away, but guess what? That's three extra months of training for this year's, that's right, Whittier's 9th Annual Spooktacular, a ghoulish 5K that starts at the Whittier Community Center, 7630 Washington Avenue, and you run through Uptown, you run down Greenleaf in the Historic District. It's a lot of fun. It'll be Wednesday, October 27th at 6 a.m. For more details, go on to their website, Whittier5k.com. Also, are you subscribed to the Sustainable City newsletter yet? Well, I am, so I will definitely just roll down the list and give you some information. On Sunday, July 29th at 1 p.m., celebrate the 150th anniversary of the Bailey House, Whittier's oldest house, which was built in 1868, with music, weaving, and spinning demos, old-fashioned toys, free ice cream, and tours of the house. This will be presented by the Whittier Historical Society and Museum. And you can go back, I think it's episode number 10, it's like really early, Um, but it's an episode that we had with then the current staff of the museum, which is really cool, a lot of Whittier fun facts. And one of my favorite fun facts about the Bailey House that I remember from third grade is that when Mrs. Bailey ever needed help at her house, she would hang out a white sheet on the trees in her front yard and her daughter all the way in downtown LA. Okay, can you imagine with no development, none of these ficus trees everywhere, none of the freeways, you can see clearly from downtown LA to Whittier and she would see the white sheet, get in her horse and carriage, her buggy, whatever, and they would come out to Whittier and we would help her. So I think that's a really cool fun fact and you can see that house this Sunday. On Thursday, August 9th at 6.30 p.m., come out to see Visual Acoustics. Photographer Julia Schulman captured the work of nearly every modern architect since the 1930s, bringing iconic structures to the attention of the public. Preview the documentary again August 9th, 6.30 p.m. at the Whittier Branch Library, 10537 Santa Gertrudes in Whittier. Alright guys, really short and sweet this week, but if you have anything you'd like us to mention in the Community Corkboard, send us an email at communitycorkboard at whatsupwittier.com. If you're interested in sales, advertising, I don't know, um, questions, random questions, you can email Christine at whatsupwittier.com. If you want to get in touch with Remo or Jesse, you can follow their social media. Remo is at Remo the Realtor. Jesse is at J2Architects. Um, on Instagram, Facebook, and their website. Check it out. They're really cool guys, great professionals in their career. And if you have any friends who has never heard of a podcast, tell them, hey, it's 2018, we have fake news, whatever, um, propaganda everywhere, but this is a real show. This is a real podcast. And if you follow our Instagram at What's Up Whittier, I, producer Christine, actually go to city council meetings so I can inform you the listeners, you know, what's kind of going on in our town. And through that way, I'm able to meet a lot of different people in the city and have them on the podcast, which is really cool. So if you are a supporter of local government or anything like that, just head on over to What's Up Whittier, follow us. That'd be awesome. Again, tell your friends, listen to the podcast. If somebody's never heard of Whittier, tell them to listen to the podcast. If you have a business um, and are interested in being on the podcast, let us know. And I think that's all. I think that's all I have for you guys. Um, All right. Take it away, Justin Remo. What's up, Woodier? What's up, Woodier? Oh, man, I was going to say into the hip. Hop. The hippity hop. 
You don't stop. I don't know the rest. Yeah, that's, that's why we don't. <laughs> that's why we sell real estate and uh, we draw buildings and structures, Jesse. That's right, man. Leave the music to somebody yeah. else. So we're back at it again. Um, and this week we have um, a chef uh, kind of keeping with the theme of last week, actually, uh, food. So uh, this week we have – who do we have, Remo? We have Ted Montoya. With? Rad Toast. Rad Toast. That's uh, right. So if you guys don't know uh, Rad Toast, um, we'll tell you what you've been missing and uh, where you can find them. So with that so. said, Ted, tell us about uh, what is Rad Toast. Well, first, thanks for having us here. Uh, so we're a pop-up brunch uh, concept here in Uptown Whittier. Um, we're locals. I live I live here in Uptown across from Whittier High School, so we spend our time here. And uh, I've spent a lot of time cooking all over L.A., but it's nice to be in my home, my home city and my community. So, yeah, we started doing a pop-up brunch. We're at Local Fixture uh, just on the other side of the block from the collab. Uh, we're there Thursday, Friday, Saturdays from 9 to about 11.30, 12. Sometimes we sell out. And, yeah, just trying to bring good breakfast food. Uh, not that there's not good breakfast food in, here in Whittier, but, you know, I just want to contribute. Shots fired. No, nah, <laughs> I, love, I, I love it. I love it. I love, I love everybody here. But, like I said, it's a great community. But I just wanted to, you know, contribute in my way uh, for now and hopefully grow into something bigger down the road. Yeah. Nice. And before we move on, we have an awesome uh, social media uh, videographer photographer yeah. here he is on it with the camera yeah so. that's right yeah, yeah this is my son, son. yeah this is my son nicholas <laughs> hello my name is nicholas james montoya we call him nico uh nico's interested in social media and art acting uh he's on summer break right now um so we're trying to trying to make him our little summer intern. So he's interning, right? Yeah, he's interning, man. He has the headphones on, yeah. the iPhone, like or Samsung, and he is just like on it. Yeah, he's on the live stream. So <laughs> oh, okay. that's cool. He's doing an Instagram takeover for Rad Toast today. So nice. uh, yeah, it's pretty very fun. Cool. Very fun. So what does the, uh, the menu consist of? Um, so when we started, um, I just wanted to be able to be creative and, and you know maybe bring a different style of cooking. Uh, to the neighborhood so we're actually changing our menu every week we do like two or three um mostly toast what's up ruben <laughs> ruben walking ruben, by ruben, ruben walking by from the record shop um so we, we're, we're doing like toast tartines and and just breakfast foods basically and so we we started posting up at local fixture just to provide some kind of you know breakfast to go with their amazing coffee that they have there um and and it wasn't like anything planned. It was just made sense to do something simple and kind of like, you know, I don't want to go all out and do like bacon and eggs and blah, blah, blah. And how can we make it simple and kind of like fit the the theme and quick. And so we, we were doing tartines or toast. Um, that's kind of how we how we started. And um, so then local fixture would post, oh, Chef Ted's going to be here tomorrow with some rad toast. And uh, the name kind of stuck. I was like, "Hey, that oh, sounds really? that sounds cool, Rad Toast. Uh, why don't we like focus that a little more? We could start our Instagram page and like maybe build it up a little bit." And it kind of took off, to be honest. And so, yeah, we 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 came in like that. We're doing just a few dishes a week. It would change every week with with whatever we get from the market here in Whittier uh, for like Friday, Saturdays, or mostly Saturdays, basically because it's here on Fridays. So uh, we'd buy what we can eggs and stuff for saturdays um just be creative and and it's gotten to the point where it's pretty busy and steady and we could kind of predict what it's going to be like uh so we decided to settle on a on a menu and so now we're doing like we have a breakfast burrito like a california style breakfast burrito so if you went to like a taco place and got a california burrito it's like french fries and carne asada Pico de Gallo guacamole. So we're doing a breakfast version of that. So it's soft scrambled eggs and hash brown patty as opposed to french fries. Um, we have like a classic soft scrambled eggs on toast. We got avocado toast. Uh, kind of like I said, the classics we have, we want to balance it with the menu with something sweet. So we're doing a, a Bionico stuffed French toast. Um, so that has like really nice strawberries during the summer, strawberries. And we'll probably change that as the seasons go. We try to stay you know, within the season as much as possible. Right now, strawberries are excellent because summertime. So, yeah, it's just for us. It's just about 
having fun and cooking, doing what we love. I love breakfast, you know. That's what I was going to say. Where does a breakfast thing come from? Because, um, I mean, it's pretty unique. There's not a lot of breakfast places here in Uptown. Um, yeah. Me, personally, I'm not a breakfast kind of guy. But um, when you find a good dish that, that is for breakfast, right. um, then I'm, I, I would be there, and it will be like the go-to. So where, where does that come from? You said is it because you enjoy breakfast? Or yeah, I enjoy that? breakfast. I'm, I'm, I'm actually the opposite. I prefer breakfast. So, yeah, same with really? yeah breakfast. even late night. Like yeah. my family, we go eat at Jack's quite a bit. Um, even before I lived in Whittier, I've been living in Whittier for five years now. And even growing up, I'm from Santa Fe Springs, so we used to hang out here in Uptown all the time. Um, you know, the record shops, the movie theater, Rockies, all that, and, and especially Jack's, you know. Um, so my family, when we go to dinner, it could even be a late-night thing, like like late. Like let's say we, we spend the day at Disneyland or whatever, and we're, like, stopping by 10, 11 o'clock on the way home. Let's go to Jack's. Really? We get, like, chicken and waffles or um, most of the time, to be honest, corned beef hash and eggs, bacon and eggs, and like, I prefer that. Um, even growing up, like, what do you want to eat for dinner? And I'm like, can I just have breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> three times a day. Yeah. Oh, are you an egg guy too? Oh, oh, I can eat breakfast for all what three What is it, egg? Egg and bacon? Eggs, and eggs I, I love. Let me tell you, ask you this because um, I'm a person of, uh, of habit. Uh-huh. And so the places that I normally go off, go to, I'll order the exact same thing right, every right. single time. Yeah. So do you ever get that from someone where they had a dish last week and all of a sudden you guys – you know, change the menu, yeah. and someone's like, oh, man, I, I came for... Yeah, we got there quite a bit, and so we even ran a poll when we were getting ready to, like, try and set our menu. Um, we ran a poll, like, hey, should we do a breakfast burrito? And everybody, everybody was like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I said, okay, what breakfast burrito should we run? Should we do, like, chorizo? We could do ham. We could do steak and eggs, you know? And then from there, we get the response, and it was, like, overwhelmingly, like, Let's do a carne asada burrito. Yeah. And so from there, we got to say, okay, how can we be creative and make this fun and something good for the neighborhood? And it has to make sense for our business, too. So we're doing an avocado toast, so we have avocado. So we can put that in the burrito, stuff like that. Um, but, but yeah, we get people like that. There was, uh, in fact, Ruben that walked by earlier, his, he had one dish that I did. It was uh, an everything bagel toast. So I did half a bagel. Right, so it's open face, half a bagel with like a whipped cream cheese spread. I did a seared Asian pear and a little cucumber fennel salad on top, and then I finished it with everything bagel seasoning, like sesame seeds and all that, um, poppy seeds and onions, and and uh, that was his favorite thing. And so he would like every week he'd be like, "Hey man, when are you bringing it back?" And I'm like, "Soon." <laughs> I would be the and exact he, same thing. He was like the main. He was like the main person who liked it. Like there was a few people who liked it, but it didn't sell as well as many of our other dishes yeah. so i was like ah, we'll bring it back eventually yeah. you know when and there's 10 of you <laughs> yeah fish orders yeah so so but he's cool and and we got a lot of people from the neighborhood that are like that and we have a lot of regulars a lot of regulars people are coming out like some people come we're there three days a week some people are there every day and they wow. bring their family and friends and so like that so it's really nice to see uh, how receptive the community's been uh, and they really have have really loved on us, so that's really awesome. Nice. What are your uh, your favorite maybe top three dishes? Or if, if someone that hasn't come to Ratos, what yeah. dishes do you say? You know what, you got to try these. For sure, the breakfast burrito. We keep talking about it. For sure, the breakfast burritos. Like who doesn't love a breakfast burrito? Mm-hmm. Um, I even we even make our own soy riso. So if you don't, if you're vegetarian. Um, we, you can substitute for sorizo and still get the guacamole and stuff. It's really delicious. So that's, like, by far the best salad. Everybody loves it. Everybody talks about it. Uh, my favorite thing to eat and cook, to be honest, is soft scrambled eggs, like French-style soft scrambled eggs. Um, start with a cold pan, cold butter. We don't put cream or anything else. It's literally just eggs, butter, salt. Um, is that just, a trick to it? To yeah, get it, it soft scrambled, it's a cold pan? Yeah, because <clears throat> so really what you're doing is you're emulsifying the butter into the the egg, the protein of mm-hmm. the egg. And so you want to do it nice and slow. If your pan's too hot, then the egg, the, the butter, the fat will separate from the solids in the butter. Mm-hmm. And so then it gets kind of runny. And little things that you pick up from cooking. So, so I've been cooking professionally for like six, almost seven years professionally. But I, even when I was a kid, I used to make eggs at home and like I always wanted to be like I always wanted to cook for people and stuff like that so 
I've been doing it for so long and, and, and I've served so many eggs that I just kind of have a feel for it. But it's, uh, yeah, there's definitely a little technique to it. Control your heat. Anytime I cook eggs, I always think to myself, I got to put the butter on, mm-hmm. let, let the butter burn all the way to the <laughs> pot, turn around until yeah. there's a glaze of butter, and then you throw the egg. So that's wrong then, right? Um, I mean, I don't want to say that there's a right you way or a wrong, wrong way. I, no, like, I, 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 that's not how I do it. Year, so it's I mean, I mean, I definitely, like, there's some applications that I, I do stuff like that. Like, growing up, my dad used to make us, like, tortillas and eggs, like, mm-hmm. chop up tortillas, and he'd cook the butter like that. And so there's, like, when you cook your eggs, like, hard like that, it gets a little brown stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's kind of nostalgic for me, to be honest, that it's kind of weird, but uh, I like that. And sometimes I want that. And so sometimes, like, at home, I'll make a quick tortilla and eggs. And um, I don't do soft scrambled eggs when I do it like that. I intentionally brown, not burn, but brown a little bit of the eggs and brown the tortillas so they get a little bit crispy but not, like, crunchy like tostada. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's just I'm always thinking about the end result. And so, you know, if I'm going to put scrambled eggs on top of toast, I want them to be, like, gooey and mm-hmm, soft yeah. and, like, delicious. I don't want it to be, like, so, like, too dry, dry or, like, people call it fluffy. And and that's actually the opposite of fluffy for me. It's almost dried out. When you eat it, it falls apart and stuff like that. And so I want something that's going to stay on the almost bread. Almost like a yolk. Like if you're like almost a, like a yolk. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Almost like a yolk. We want you want it to like. If any of it falls off, you could kind of scoop it up yeah. with your toast and be kind of saucy. We're here. Almost. We're eye to eye, right? <laughs> that's it. So. I think that's the reason why I don't like breakfast, man, or or eggs in particular. That that for me, they got to be a little bit more cooked. Yeah. Um. I um. I. No one's perfect, Jesse. It's okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I uh, and it's same thing. Like when, I, so I'm, I'm not the chef at home, um, but when I I've done eggs for my kids because again they enjoy it. Um, I tend to burn the edges, or uh-huh. crisp up the edges, uh-huh. and I always get the the you know the from my kids. I'm like, All right, who wants eggs? And they're like, I do, but. Without the crispy or the crunchy part, oh. <laughs> without the <laughs> black in them, <laughs> and but same thing. Like I remember it from my dad when he used to make eggs. It was, that's the way they came out, and that's you know I think yeah, kind of stuck. You know, that's how you know like that's how um, that's I don't know. Some it depends what I'm doing, but sometimes I sometimes I prefer that too. Yeah. It has like a it's just interesting, you know. Like as a cook now, I think back and I'm like, whoa, that's not the right way to cook it, yeah. but. You know, I pref- I kind of prefer that sometimes, yeah. that little crispy edge, and yeah. it's just good texture. And it reminds me of, like, being a kid, you know. Yeah. My mom – my mom, uh, so my mom and dad split up when I was, like, eight. So my mom handled everything. My dad just yeah. went to work, basically. And so now all of a sudden my dad has this half the time or whatever, and, like, he has to cook for us, yeah, you know. You guys, and so, yeah. like, he's he's, like, trying to figure out stuff. So I kind of, like – Things I remember my dad doing for us when I was little, like his my dad's my dad's famous thing is a chili cheese omelet. So he'll get like a can oh, of chili, chili beans cheese and then like shredded cheese. Nice. Um, some shredded cheese. <laughs> of course, we have them. We have them on uh, door duty too, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, like a can of chili, very basic. He's just like make an omelet and <laughs> put canned chili and. That's Cheese, cool. but it's delicious, and it's yeah. kind of like diner food, and yeah. and and I love diner food to be honest. I was talking about Jacks earlier, so and and going back to your point about being like a creature of habit, like that. Even when I go, usually when I go to Jacks, I always kind of order the same thing. But every now and then, I'm like, I want a chili cheese omelet, you know. Yeah. And I know that's the kind of place I could find it. Um, really? So, yeah. Well, I, when we go have lunch or breakfast or whatever with my wife, she's good about ordering different things. Mm-hmm. So I'm good getting my usual, and I'd love to just taste something else, but I never want to commit a whole dish to something. And then you yeah, get it. Yeah, you want to know like, you're going to ah, enjoy this it. Wasn't yeah. Mine. Yeah. Interesting. There was a dish that you had. I, don't, um, I think you had it on for a couple a couple of weekends. The um, It was the uh, chilaquiles, or your take on chilaquiles yeah. and. Uh, was it Doritos or Fritos? Fritos. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, so it's like a that. it's like a Frito pie chilaquiles. Yeah. We were saying so like Frito pie, like it's pop, a popular dish, like especially like Texas and yeah. so a lot of barbecue places serve it, or like breakfast tacos, which are huge in Texas. Uh, a lot of those kinds of places serve it. So you just get like a bag and you could put 
chili in it and cheese, uh, like chili cheese fries basically, mm-hmm. but over Fritos, some sour cream or whatever. And um, so again, we just take things that we like to eat, you know, and like kind of make it apply to what we're doing. So we're we're doing a slow poached egg with a technique called sous vide, which means that it's it's basically cooked with a with a a piece of equipment called an immersion circulator. Mm-hmm. So you can set it to the precise temperature you want, and it circulates the water and holds it at that exact temperature. So you can put whole eggs in there, and it'll basically poach it within the shell. Then you crack it out, crack it, and back to our soft scrambled eggs, it has a nice, ooey, um, runny texture that some people don't love. But like we said, not everybody's perfect. <laughs> um, and so we, we were just putting that with, with uh, some enchilada sauce and cheese, cilantro, uh, some cool little toppings, and just get that nice, like, saucy texture, you yeah. know. But on Fritos, you know, make it fun. Put it, put it in a Frito bag. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so make uh, it rad, I should say. There you go. <laughs> yeah. um, well, you s- set some equipment there. You guys are set up in front of local fixture, right? Yes. And so how much space do you guys really have? Because you, you're pretty limited in what you can Super limited. Yeah. yeah. So you want to talk limited. about kind of the setup? Yeah. It's uh, it's it's been interesting, dude, and it's really like pushed me to be creative and and really uh, be be intentional about the way we're moving and the way I do things, and it's making me a better chef. I, I'd say uh, we basically set up two six foot tables, and so we have maybe uh, like eight feet by eight feet of space out front of the shop and I basically just use an electric uh, griddle to toast our bread and stuff like that. Um, I have a couple burners, one for scrambled eggs, one for like, like I said, we do asada and stuff. So I have a pan that I cook the steak in for burritos. Um, basically have just used that. And then when, when I do the poached egg with that piece of equipment, it's it's very compact. They're, they're like household size. They, they have huge ones, and then they have mm-hmm. like industrial or commercial size, and they have some for the for the home cook. Uh, so I just have one for the home cook. Uh, you know, I don't need so much. And just a small container that you could fit a dozen eggs in, basically. So it doesn't take up too much room. But for me, it's just about organization and just kind of being on top of that. Um, you know, making lists and planning and just trying to be organized and clean and those kinds of things help but we get busy there sometimes and it's hard to like we run out of room and so it's kind of been a little bit of a challenge too but overcoming challenges i think is what help you know challenges are what help you grow so i think uh, it's been good for us to to be there and really push ourselves to be thoughtful and creative so how did the relationship start with local fixture hi rose Riesline here owner of the collab inc we are located in the heart of Uptown, 6709 Greenleaf Avenue. Um, we're a collaborative co-working space, the first one here in Whittier. We have undedicated workspace, private cubicles, conference room, and private offices coming soon. And we also will be hosting networking events and business development workshops. So we're super excited to have our professionals and entrepreneurs come in here and co-work. The underscore collab underscore Inc. for Instagram. And then on Facebook, we are The Collab Inc. You can find out what we're all about and see our schedule of events at thecollabinc.com. You can also learn about our membership prices, fee structures, daily rates, and event space rates. We are a two-minute walk from our parking structure on Bright Avenue. Come sit with us. So how did the relationship start with Local Fixture? So like I said, I used to work like all over L.A., um, and I got like hooked on good coffee out there and over here there's just like there's not anybody doing like crafted coffee or like really paying attention to it until local fixture came and so uh, before I even lived in Whittier like we moved here about five years ago and uh, just from the other side of town though um, but we used to hang out here all the time. We'd go eat at the bottle room, right? We'd eat at Jack's, like I said. And so we'd walk in the neighborhood, go to Casita, take a peek, buy some little knickknacks and stuff like that, some goodies from there, walk walk around, you know? And, and uh, we saw a local fixture open, so we're like, wow, this store looks really cool. Let's go check it out. And it's a, it's a beautiful place, and they have amazing products there. Um, you know, some novelty stuff, but they also have, like, apparel and just – Really cool stuff, and they offered coffee, 
So they had like a coffee urn in the back that, hey, free coffee while you're shopping and stuff. So I popped in a couple of times and act like I was shopping, but just got some <laughs> coffee. You know, I mean, really, you get some coffee. And the guys from Local Fixture, uh, Jason and David, they have good taste. And they're like, hey, this is, we, we want to offer good coffee. And so, um, I used to sneak in and, like I said, to get some coffee. They sold cold brew. They had like a little refrigerator with different cold brews. They had Stumptown, of course, but they also carried Solid Coffee Roasters, who was a local company. They're out in Santa Fe Springs roasting coffee, and so they had their cold brew there. Um, so it kind of became my go-to in the area, so I don't have to drive all the way to the Arts District to get coffee anymore. And so, yeah, I'd pop in and talk to them. Hey, man, I'm a cook and things like that. Uh, if you ever need anything, like you have any events i'd love to 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 be down with you guys and uh, it turns out we have like mutual friends they know people that that i've worked for and stuff like that so you know kind of a small world thing and just we hit it off like that and i always pop in make sure i say hello to them and like i said they're good guys um so when they got their coffee bar going they invited me to to possibly do some breakfast for their for their coffee bar opening and that's where the idea for the toast came uh, so we did their grand opening then a year later they invited us to do their one year anniversary um, which was just a just almost a year ago I think um, and so we came and did that and went really well and and we're like I told him hey man like this is fun and we spend most of our time here drinking coffee anyway so yeah. um, you know uh, why don't we talk about serving food so yeah, cool. We sat down and and you know we figured it it would be cool for for that space to have food to to pair with their coffee, and we started popping up like once a week, then twice a week, and in fact this August will be a year that that I, toward the end of August will be about a year that we've been there, wow. popping up and went really fast, and we're almost we're there almost every week this, for a whole year, and you know it's 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 just been really really cool, man. Nice. Yeah. How many uh, dishes can you guys prepare? And you, know, you mentioned earlier that you, until you run out. So you guys come, you know, on a Saturday expecting to make, what, 50 dishes, 100 dishes? Yeah, um, probably between 50 and, like, 70. Um, it just it just depends. We try to be balanced. And, like, sometimes we run out of, like, the burritos. We, like, that the goes so fast. Yeah, tortillas or something like that. Um, I'm getting really good at, like you know prepping the exact amount that we need um but like today is a thursday we were there this morning thursdays are usually way slower so like today i sold like 15 burritos but i know saturday and like when we did the car show a couple weeks ago i was like we're right up the street from the car show like we're gonna get slammed and there's all the people setting up and stuff like that so that day i came with like 35 burritos you know so it's just we just try to plan according to 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 what we know is going on in the neighborhood if it's like a rainy day like we don't get too many of those here then you know we try to maybe bring different types of uh, dishes we ran that shakshuka the tomato stew on a cold day because it's like a warm stew um things like that so um but generally i'd say yeah like on a busy day maybe 50 to 70 dishes um and on a slower day, we probably like around twenty to thirty. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely a learning curve because every week could be different. What if nobody shows up today? You know, um, so we just that, try to plan. That's why you say you you start advertising that you're only gonna have like ten bre- ten breakfast burritos and that's it. So first come right, first right, serve. Right. The first ten go, but then you. Uh, magically like 10 more up here yeah <laughs> which i which i've been able to do a few times actually like it's because i don't want to i don't want to i don't ever want to tell somebody like oh okay breakfast burrito whatever yeah. take their money and then like oh like i sold out so i usually like give myself a cushion like and my wife who, who who's my partner and she does she takes orders and stuff and helps me plate stuff um she i always tell her like when i have like five left i'm like Oh, I only have two burritos left. Yeah. You know, and, and in case any of, like, local fixture people want a burrito or something like that, they allow us to be there. And, and like I said, they're friends of ours, so we want to make sure we take care of them. But I always give myself that cushion. Nice. And, and then, like, it'll get later, and I'm like, all right, we could do two more, you know? Um, How about um, the um, uh, mobile ordering? Or, I mean, maybe that's down the line, but can someone – 
you know, if I want to just kind of come in and come out, mm-hmm. um, is that an option for yeah, you guys? We're, we're actually set up to receive text messages uh, oh, wow. for your order. So if uh, if you guys follow us on our Instagram account at rad underscore toast, uh, which everybody listening should follow us. Yes. <laughs> um, if you go to our Instagram account right below our bio, there's a couple links, uh, some buttons you could click. One is for directions to local fixture. Uh, one is to our, our email address if you want to, like, inquire about catering, which we do catering and stuff in private events. Um, and then the other one is is uh, to text us directly. So if you just go to our Instagram, click text, and you can, during business hours, you can send us a text message for what you like. We respond within a few minutes usually. And, uh, yeah, we get you down, get your order down, and, Usually we give you an estimate about how long it's going to be, 15, 20 minutes. You show up. We got it ready to go. We do the thing, and you guys are on your way. Well, you know that Remo is asking because he, he usually likes to order ahead of time. Uh-huh. And then, uh, and then he'll, tell, he'll, see, he'll ask, how long is it going to take? And if it's 10 minutes, he'll show up like 15 minutes. Yeah. Why did we so. invite this guy, Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I, I have a plan for that too. Yeah. So I take it as far as I can take it, and then I kind of wait till I see you coming up, yeah. and then I'll like finish it real quick. Yeah. Well, I actually don't really care too much for hot food. I like uh, warm food because I, uh, I inhale my food yeah. really quickly. So when I go some places, and some, sometimes I'll go to Mimos and get a breakfast burrito mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. and when I go. Every time I eat it, if I pick it up right away and I try to eat it, I'll burn my mouth. Yeah. And I'll just keep eating it. And then at the end, I'm like, I have a burnt mouth. Yeah. So I actually like warm food that has really sat there for yeah, 10 so minutes. Yeah, so you've been strategic about it. Yeah, so I order like that on purpose, Jesse. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm the same way, man. I don't like like piping hot food. But um, yeah. but I was there one time uh, placing an order. And, and I forget if it was you or your wife that said um, uh, somebody had placed an order. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of you guys had just put it down, and then like kind of sat there for like you know like a minute or something like that. And uh, like I said, I don't know who it was that, that the the girl came back, and uh, again your wife said, you know what, I'm, we're making another one. And yeah. she's like, why? You know, so this is it. She goes, no, it, it sat for too long, and and we don't want you to experience it. Right, I forget yeah. how you guys said it, but I'm um, that's kind of cool, man. Like like these guys actually think about yeah, you know yeah. ha- making sure that whatever goes out is. Um, like for example, if, if the egg is too runny and it's sogging up the bread, you don't want it to, you right, know, right. sog it up. So yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. We're definitely. Um, I'm glad people notice that. You know, we're definitely intentional about the product that we're serving. We try to to always have like just the best quality that we can give you. And if it means that I make one more, like redo it, it's like not mm-hmm. a big deal. I. What's more important to me is that that you enjoy your meal. You know what I mean? Of course, I'm looking at your Instagram account and all these pictures, and then uh, I'm about to have Remo buy me breakfast tomorrow morning. So, <laughs> I'll buy so you make, sure, make sure you text him the order, man. Yeah. Two burritos. Well, as long as it's it's uh, been sitting there for 10 minutes so we can actually eat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll set a timer. So yeah. Right. So you guys do some cool stuff, man. I'm looking at the one that has the, um, the Captain Crunch. Yeah, right? yeah. It's another, like, plan of French toast. That one, actually, we're doing, like, a like a French toast, but we were doing it, um, we were topping it like tres leches, so we were putting like a buttercream on it, uh-huh. um, and 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 obviously we, we made, I made like a tres leches drizzle, so the evaporated milk, all that, sweet condensed milk, so we toast that up, hit it with the tres leches uh, milk, and and uh, the, the whipped cream on top, and some Captain Crunch, so it was a little fruity, it's like a fun play on that. Childhood dish, you know. Everybody loves tres leches. Oh man, yeah. Well, except Remo, I don't think. Remember? I like. Well, you know? I mean, I like tres leches, but my stomach doesn't. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm a big fan of it. it. Just yeah, for me, the soggier, the, the soggier, the better. I know yeah, some people nice don't like nice, it. Yeah. Not with eggs, though. Now, you know, it, I think it depends, man. It, and um, I think it depends on how it's served and yeah. what it's served with. Yeah. Because um, there's times when, like, even my kids, like, they'll, they'll, they'll enjoy the yolk, mm-hmm. and they'll kind of, same thing, like you said, yeah, take yeah, the bread and kind of yeah. dip it, and I'll, I'll do that too. But um, but for whatever reason, it's it's just got to be, like, if it's just egg by itself, then it's kind of, it's a no-go. Yeah. But if it's with something else and it's paired right, I, you know, I'm game. Yeah, and we actually get a lot of people that are like, oh, I like my eggs well done. And you could tell that they, like, Feel bad asking me, but I'm like, That's me. hey, I like I said, I want I want you guys to enjoy your meal, yeah. and I feel like 
like I know how to cook and yeah. and so I can cook your eggs longer and make it the way that you like it and it's still going to taste good and it's not going to like uh, do a disservice to our food you know yeah. at the end of the day it's a, it, I just want people to come have a good time have a nice cup of coffee enjoy their breakfast and then go on with their day you know and, and if I could contribute to them having a good day by cooking and serving them then that's you know that's all I set out to do so I don't mind you know, some people, like, if we do a sunny set egg or something yeah. like that, they kind of want it. Hey, can you cook the yolk longer or something like that? So, yeah, man, there's no problem, you know. Nice. So, so, pro, so Pro tip. You know? There you go. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that definitely me. That's uh, when I go in, I'm like, man, should I ask them to overcook it or not, you know. Right. But um, I guess it is what it is. So we have some questions from Instagram or some comments. Yeah, we have some comments all up on this feed. So Shop the Runway says, I'm addicted to their avocado toast. <laughs> Claudia says hello. And Hi, yeah, are you going to have the huevo ranchero plate soon? It was bomb. You know, we're starting to run specials. Uh, today we did a special. We did a tuna tartare on toast with furikake only. Furikake is like the Japanese seasoning that they put on top of rice. It's like a little seaweed, sesame, and stuff like that. Very umami. Mm-hmm. So we did a marble rye with the furikake only and uh, ahi tuna tartare, an egg yolk a raw egg yolk so you break it and it acts as the sauce so you can get it without the egg yolk if you like uh some wild herbs and chili oil um so it's like a fun play on a little tartare with like some asian influence and and we're 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 hoping to start running specials again and this way it's just one thing changes every week as opposed to the entire menu every week so uh keep following us on instagram and when we have specials uh you may see that dish pop up soon christine Next one. Um, well, Hungry and Whittier says, ah, his tuna tartare looked so amazing this morning. So sad I missed it. Hashtag work sucks. Well, Stephanie, you can definitely go for the next two days. Is that, yeah, you guys yeah have we're gonna, we'll, we'll have it the next two days for sure. Hungry and Whittier, we're waiting for you. Come, come say hi, get some coffee, and definitely try our tuna tartare. At the Drisco Kid says, I love how his kid is recording his pops. Yeah. yeah, he's What's in the zone right now. He's, he's right. in the zone. He, he's recording your chin, but he's in the, <laughs> he's in the zone. Okay. Yeah. Practice makes perfect. There so. you go. So, so what? Uh, what? What? Um, what brought you to to or, or what drives you to do this uh, uh, cooking? Yeah, man. Again, for me, it's just about serving people, and that's just the family I grew up in. My my family's very big on serving the community my mom volunteers a lot she does like taxes for a city for free she just you know my dad is my dad's a pastor and he's always doing community stuff out in paramount and even at home like we have parties and like we'd be at somebody else's house and we're always like the last ones there so we clean up and stuff and we're just we're just like serving people so i kind of come from that my grandmother's and you know, it's kind of just passed down our family. I just love serving people in any way I can, and it just helps that. Well, I love to eat, so now I love to cook, and so I pair that with serving people, and it's just, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I feel like I'm pretty creative, and I consider myself a craftsman because I want to be exact with, you know, like this is how eggs are. This is how, you know, toast the bread like this and really be a craftsman about it, but I also... There's part of me that, you know, I play music, I draw, I do a lot of things. So uh, part of me wants to be a creative and be an artist, too. So I get to use uh, cooking as, as almost like as my canvas. Yeah, and yeah. so to pair those two parts of me, it's very fulfilling. And, and that definitely keeps me motivated. And, you know, I want my kids to know how to eat. I want my kids to know how to cook. When they have families, I want them to be able to make breakfast for their kids you know and nice. stuff like that so that craftsman part that you just mentioned i, I gotta share the story because I, I think it's it's so nice to hear that someone loves cooking that much but my story is i was i was uh, we were doing an open house in, in the city of compton mm-hmm. and after picking up city the signs yeah shout out compton yeah right. my grandfather's from compton oh yeah okay yeah. so um we, we go and they have this little tent kind of set up 
and um, this guy's making this burger, turkey burger. Mm-hmm. And I swear to you, I've ne- this guy made love to my burger. Like it was uh. so – he put the lettuce perfectly and it was just incredible. And I was like, you know, when are you guys coming back here? Because I will drive just because how much he loved making that burger. Yeah. It just tastes that much better. So yeah. it's good to hear that. Thank you, man. And, 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 and it's good for me to hear that too. That, that I'm not – like I know I'm not alone. There's mm-hmm. – you know, we do, this this industry of cooking. It's it's hard, man. It's it's really really difficult. We have to deal with customers. Sometimes they're unruly. We have to like do budgets. And now in the days of social media and stuff like that, we have to be social media experts. You know, marketing experts. And I enjoy. It. We do like our own designs and stuff like that. And I handle all of our social media stuff. So I'm getting this guy involved. Yeah. To kind used of take to some handle. Of the used to handle it, right? Now. Yeah, used to. Yeah, it's getting handed down now, but. It's 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 difficult, and, but it's very fulfilling, and and just like anything that that you do, if you put a lot of effort into it and work hard, and you know you can see yourself grow and say, man, I remember, I remember praying to have these kinds of problems, and now I'm here having these kinds of problems. That's that's satisfying, you know, in a way. And you go, I know I have a long way to go, and you know, it's part of the process. It's the journey, and. And you know, once once we get to a place where we open a restaurant, then we go, okay, well, we opened it. You know what I mean? Like, we kind of are going to probably look back and miss some of that. Man, can you remember we used to do this? We used right. to do that. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, and but I'm looking forward to that still, uh, to growing into our own place and hopefully here in the neighborhood. And nice. yeah. So so aside from being posted on um, at a local fixture, you say you do catering too. Is that um, a breakfast catering or is it all types of food? Uh? All types of food, yeah. We do all types of food. We're actually like – I'm actually in the process of, of shifting gears a little bit from just red toast to to kind of starting a like an umbrella kind of company where we do red events or red, oh, nice. red catering and, you know, I'm like looking at LLCs and stuff like that right now. So, um, yeah, we want to grow into that and let that kind of take take – not presidents, but really become a major part of what we're doing. We've done a lot of a lot of uh, catering for people that come to visit us at local fixture, and and we've done we've done breakfast stuff, and we've done you know just depending on what the guest needs. You know, I have a, a pretty extensive background in cooking, and I have a really good palate, and I'm able to um, get creative and have fun, and you know find what the guest is looking for. So. We did, um, you know, I've, I've done taco events. I've done, um, like, Mediterranean food, uh, which I love doing, by the way. Uh, so Mexican food and Mediterranean food, like, Japanese, like, Asian stuff, especially Japanese food. Those are, like, my favorite things to eat. So those are, like, my favorite things to cook. Nice. And so just doing my little versions of it or sometimes kind of crossing them, you know. And so we do, like, Baja, California inspired mediterranean inspired you know so we'll do like a moroccan spiced uh steak like grilled steak but we're serving it with like old school mexican beans and like a caesar salad and stuff like that so it really comes down to for catering what the guest is looking for and then i talk with them and and we just work together to find what's going to best suit their needs man i already got hungry so uh here's probably one of the more difficult questions of, mm-hmm. of the day and um and might get you in trouble. So when you're not eating at Rat Toast and maybe not at Jack's, what are your kind of breakfast spots before y- your place opened that you'd like to yeah. acknowledge? Man. Well, it's been a while. We we're always like on the go, so we don't really I'm not even gonna lie. This is probably what you mean by getting me in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> low, low key, I love McDonald's breakfast. That's definitely a go-to. So especially when we're on the go, yeah. sausage McMuffin is my yeah. jam. Uh, sometimes I, I want to like stay a little lighter, so I get their oatmeal. Uh-huh. It's not bad. With uh, the sausage on the side. Yeah, the sausage <laughs> on the side. Yeah. Nice. No muffin. Yeah, yeah. No muffin. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna be like a hundred. I just find myself in McDonald's a lot, getting breakfast. And with that being said, though, now they have breakfast all day. So even like if we stop by in the afternoon or night, I still get the yeah. sausage yeah, and McMuffin. Um, that and gosh man i can't even really think of anything else because we literally like if we're not eating at home we're usually like let's go to jack's yeah you know what we do a lot actually we do a lot of like i love seafood especially ceviche and my dad was actually born in ensenada 
and came here when he was young. So my family's from Ensenada. So I, that's like, I have a deep connection with Mexico in that way. So ceviche is like my thing. And so we have a lot of days where we have maybe a late breakfast or, or something like that. And I find myself at Tacos Baja a lot, a lot. Not just on not just on Wednesdays when they do the discount fish tacos either. Um, I mean, like. Tuesday morning, 10 a.m. when they open, we're like, first one's <laughs> Hello. breakfast. Yeah, I'm just Can like, kind of like that guy. Yeah, and that's kind of like why we did the tuna tartare because, like, I, again, that's how I like to eat in the yeah. morning. It's like, I don't mind. I'll, I'll eat. I did a I did a pop-up at the Smorgasburg Market in the Arts District for a while, and so they, they had some amazing oysters there. And so we, as we're setting up, and so as soon as we get set up, 9 o'clock-ish, we start trading food with each other nice. and stuff like that and the different vendors. And for sure, we're like, hey, what's up with some oysters? And we were doing ceviche, so we'll switch ceviche and oysters. And so, yeah, that was really cool. Very cool. If um, if something's missing here in Whittier, what would that be? Oh, boy. I think there's a, there's a few ways to look at that. I feel like as a cook, I always want to think about, like, the cook stuff. So, like, I see spaces, like, that are available or, or plots of land. I'm like... Man, that would be cool if that was a communal kitchen and we could like slide in there and like do events there, stuff like that. Um, boy, I guess that's the main thing. I'm always talking about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm always talking about food. So um, that um, I feel like we had a void for in, here in Uptown for Mediterranean food for a while, and this place just opened up uh, where the Golden Ox used to be. Um, they're pretty good. So good? so yeah, I've been there a few times already. And, yeah. His I know, I go, like, are their falafels good? And is their garlic sauce good? And it was pretty good. It was pretty good when we went. So um, I'm glad that's here. Um, for sure, wood fire pizza. There's no wood fire pizza. I like the pizza around here. Brick House is good. Um, but it's just a different style. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I just love uh, wood fire pizza. I love when the smoke gets on the bread and you get that crispy, chewy texture at the same time. And Woodfired pizza is one of my favorites. Are you talking about like the way it's cooked, woodfired, or the woodfire? Uh, well, let's go woodfired. The way it's cooked. Do you have a place around here that's like a go-to? Um, not really around here. When it, when I go to places, I, I have to go a little far. So we go to like Long Beach. There's a spot called Michael's out there. They have good pizza. Okay. Um, also, Grand Central Market has uh, Olio in Grand Central Market. That's they have one of my favorite pizzas here. Um, they do one with mushrooms and speck, which is like prosciutto kind of. Um, that one's excellent. They do like Brussels sprouts where they cook it in the oven too, uh, so it takes on like a really nice smoky flavor. So, kind of to be honest, when when we're just saying like, oh, what should we get? Let's get. I'm like, oh, I feel like eating pizza. Yeah. So we usually end up at Grand Central Market, so we could grab. They have all the different stuff, man. Pupusas and pizza. And so if you can't get that, that far, way. is there anything like like driving distance? You're like, man, I got. You know, I gotta go hit up when, this place. When we can't get that far for pizza, we end up at Blaze quite a bit. Because they, okay. they, they're cooking in the oven like that, yeah. too, and, and, and it's um, quick service. And I we've been there so many times, too, since they opened that that I kind of – that's one place that I kind of changed my toppings up a little bit because I'm trying to figure out the perfect combination, you know, to be, like, comparable to whatever else I would get somewhere else. And so right now, if any of you guys listening go to Blaze, my move is I get three cheeses. I do ricotta. The ovalini, which is like the big balls of mozzarella, so ricotta, ovalini, and a little bit of mozzarella, um, light, spicy red sauce. They go easy on that. And then I always do vegetables, so I get like, um, they have some briny kalamata olives, some sea salt. I do shaved onions and like a roasted garlic, a really nice roasted garlic, and then I have them put olive oil on top. I'm like very specific. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to be that guy, but with pizza, I just am, you know. Yeah. Um, and I go like, oh, can you fire it? Like, can you cook it for like 30 seconds longer than everybody else? And like hit it with olive oil on the way out and stuff like that. And it comes out really, really delicious. <laughs> just call it the Ted pizza. The Ted, they should just call it red pizza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Do they look at you and tell you, you know what, buddy? How about you come on this side of the counter yeah. and then? I wish they would, dude. I would go <laughs> back there make and it be like, easy make for it you guys. Yeah. yeah, it'll be fast. Just let me get in here. 30 seconds, I'm out of your way. Nice, <laughs> nice. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, we're going to wrap this up. Um, you let's see. Any questions? Or? Um, some guard, Unos, SBP, said, what's Ted's favorite chef tattoo? 
Oh, you know what? I just got, I don't know if you guys can see here. I just got this. Uh, I don't know if they meant my tattoos because I have a couple. I have a chef knife here. And then I got this. This is actually, a, it's brand new. It's like a week and a half old. It's uh, in memory of Anthony Bourdain. Um, so this is like his logo. It's uh, cook free or die. So if you look that up on Google, you can find all the information about it. But that dude really, um, it was hard on me when, when when he passed. And and it was not just me, but all of my friends that are in the industry just took it really, really hard. And I think that he just really inspired a whole generation of cooks, uh, you know, including myself. I read his book, Kitchen Confidential, before I even started cooking. I had expressed to my family I was interested in cooking. And so one of my uncles one day just mailed me his book and was like, read this book before you start, before you make any decisions. Read this book. And after that, whatever you decide, like full support and, and we all have your back. And I have a great family in that way. So I read his book and I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Um, so he's, and, and I'm not the only person that does like that. Many of my friends and colleagues here on Instagram have been like, Man, Anthony Bourdain is a reason why I started cooking. And so this one's pretty special to me. Um, yeah. Very cool. So, Ted, how, how do they uh, – so we already talked about your um, your Instagram account. We talked about where you're set up at, at Local Fixture. Mm-hmm. Is there any other way uh, they, that you want people to follow you or – well, we have a Facebook page as well, and uh, we're actually about to drop some T-shirts. So um, if you just follow us, Instagram is like the best, the best way, way for us because we're, we're, we're very Instagram heavy. Uh, but we always share that stuff to Twitter and Facebook. So the same content, you'll have access to the same content on those platforms. Uh, we also have a website. So if you guys ever want to hit us up, all of our information is online at eatradtoast.com. And but yeah, if you definitely if you follow us on on Instagram, we're gonna post later today uh, a sneak peek at our T-shirt drop, which is gonna come Great. out maybe like a week or two. We should have some available, and uh, which I designed the logos and stuff too. And so we're just excited. We're growing in that way, and, cool. and hopefully that will be a way to get more people engaged with us as well. Awesome, awesome. Well, we'll put all that info on our show notes if you guys want to kind of follow that. And Jesse and I will be there tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah. make two breakfast burritos, charge it all to Remo. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> put extra meat on mine. I don't know about yours. Of course. Extra eggs on his. Yeah. Runny eggs. Um, Shout out to my guy Julian who comes through sometimes three days a week. He nice. gets extra pico. Extra pico because yeah, our pico is really it's delicious. Yeah. Nice. Pico, go, pico de gallo? Pico de gallo, yeah, yeah. It's not too spicy, too, so anybody who's worried about like heat, it's like pretty mild. Perfect. Yeah. Nice. All right. With that said, awesome. Wrap. Thanks so much. Thank you, Whittier. Peace out. Thanks. Hello. My name is Nicholas James Montoya. Cool. And did you have a good time being the social media person today? Yeah. But do people ask you guys questions? No. Well, yeah, they're like, "What are you gonna bring back the the um the?" No. What's it called? <laughs> it's okay. Well, we'll look it up after and see what they say. What? No, they what? asked if you're gonna bring back the chilaquiles. Oh, chilaquiles. What's What's your favorite dish that your dad does? The chilaquiles. Very. So I think he asked him when he bring it back, not someone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Awesome. Well, great thanks job for, today. Yeah, thanks for coming thanks. on.